Hey, welcome to the Rainbow Boys podcast, the fishing podcast for people who don't fish yet. I am Dan. And I'm Nick. And today on our episode, this is episode number one, we're going to spend the time telling you a little bit about the Rainbow Boys, how we came to be, and why we have a podcast focused on fishing and conservation. Really, the Rainbow Boys exists for one reason, and we just want to inspire everyone to adventure. So be it on the water or through the trees, we just want you to get out there and get your toes wet. Today we're going to, like I said, chat about why we created the Rainbow Boys and the Rainbow Boy community. And for us, what's really important is the values that have inspired us to design this community and what you can expect when you become a Rainbow Boy yourself or join the Rainbow Boy Brigade or become one of someone in our trout tribe. Okay, before we get too far into it, you need a little bit of background on Nick and myself. We are not super skilled anglers, people who go out and try to catch fish, but we love it. We're passionate about it and we're trying to get into it. And really, Rainbow Boys is us chronicling those journeys and we love to teach in and outside of our hobbies. So this kind of brings it all together. But we're going to talk about ourselves for a real quick, kind of explain why we're here, how we got to the idea of Rainbow Boys. I grew up here in Colorado. And I used to go fishing with my dad and my grandpa. And my dad actually always tells the story about when we were younger, I caught some big old trout. He's always like, 20 inches, who's so big? And I'm always like, dad, that's great. But like, how did I catch it? Where did I catch it? <laughs> what was that? What was on the reel? You know, like, how do I do that again? As an adult, I haven't fished a ton, really. I moved to Colorado a year ago. And before that, I was living in Phoenix. I spent maybe two or three years fishing in and around Arizona, and I didn't catch one fish. Spent no. a lot of time out on the water and got no fish. Um, but last summer, I took my oldest son to Estes Park. Him and I went away for like a little weekend trip. Uh, he's about six now. We went and visited this little like stocked fishing pond because he had been talking about wanting to fish. And I was like, man, this kid can't hang. There's no way we're going to like hit the water and spend a uh, half a day out there trying to catch fish. And he actually enjoy it. So we go to the stock trout pond and we catch two big old rainbows in like five minutes. And he suddenly was like super into fishing, talking about it all the time. It was wild. You know, he had never like held a fish or like seen a fish come out of the water. And so this summer he's been asking about it a lot. So we started going the same way he got really into it. I have found myself in the same place. I just can't stop, you know, trying to learn more and trying to bring the joy that he uh, feels when we catch a fish together. It truly like it gets me going and I'm really excited about it. I'm also like a chronic heart. I like I'm a hard hobbier. So when I get into something like this, kind of you and I share that, which is why here we are, um, not even yep. that good at fishing, but starting a fishing podcast for people who aren't good at fishing. So I'm out here studying a lot, trying to, trying to get out. I try to get out once a week, which is a beautiful thing about where we live here in Colorado. Um, some of the best fly fishing, but just lots of opportunity for all different types of fishing. Um, so that's a little bit about me. That's Rainbow Boy Dan. That's where I'm coming from. I'm excited to learn more. I'm excited to share everything I'm learning and learn from all the people in the Rainbow Boy Brigade as they join us in this community. All right, Nick, I I did. I just went I went deep into my uh, my story, and I know a little bit about yours. But the other cool thing about people don't know about Nick and I is we are also pretty new friends. So each time we're doing these episodes, yeah. we're going to be learning a lot about each other. So I want to I want I want you to now talk a little bit about you. We don't we don't want to learn too much about each other. Not I don't too want much. to scare you away here. Definitely like like Dan, we are very hard hobbyers and that that's why we get along so well. That's why we're why we're doing this thing, like Dan said. So Rainbow Boy Nick, I, I grew up on the east side of Michigan, uh, Metro Detroit, not too far from the city. But as they say in Michigan, you're never 
further than an hour and a half from a great lake. So growing up in that that area and and living there, you certainly know a lot of people that that fish. My family, not so much though. Uh, my dad wasn't too much of a sportsman. We went camping and, and things like that growing up, but never really went fishing too much. I, I had a little rod and a little bobber, caught some sunfish as a kid. I, I don't remember too much of that, but certainly as I got older, I fell in love with hiking, a lot of beautiful trails uh, in the place where I grew up and following rivers. And uh, that's kind of the the big connection for, for here in Colorado. I, I mean, you have all those lakes in Michigan, but falling in love with the sound of running water has been a big draw for me that to bring me back to fishing. Uh, mm. As I grew up, I started fishing for bass in the Canadian Lakes area. Anyone in Michigan or knows of that area, it's a reservoir very similar to what we have out here in Colorado, and it's stocked with a lot of bass. They will eat and bite anything. So it was very easily to easy for me to become addicted and and fall in love with the sport. I, not too long kind of after that started, I, I moved here to Colorado. I always had that draw to water. Being a Michigan kid, I, it's hard to let go of the water. I, I just want to be around it all the time. So I, I knew I wanted to get back into fishing. The rivers and the streams here, you kind of associate that with fly fishing. And I was quite intimidated by that. I didn't really know too much and I still don't know too much about fishing in streams and, and active living water. So it, it was a big holdback for me, but I love conservation. I love being in the outdoors. So I, I bought a fishing license and a, a rod and reel with the intent to use it, but I didn't use it for two years knowing that the money that we spend on our fishing license, knowing that it goes to conservation, I, I wanted to help out in any way that I could. Uh, around that time, too, I, I started listening to the Meat Eater podcast and fell in love with Stephen Ranella, another Michigan kid, and his 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 love for history and conservation. I listened to that podcast very, very hard. Not being much of a hunter, I, I was more drawn to the water stories and the fishing. And mm. so about the time that Dan and I met and started to realize, hey, maybe we have some things in common at least like our personalities mesh well, started talking more. And I was just about to start fishing a little more seriously, more more reason to get outside and, and get outdoors. And here we are. Yeah, I heard that you were into that through uh, my brother. Uh, he was hanging out with you, you guys, grabbed a coffee or a beer or something. And they were like, yeah. you said something about fishing. And he's like, oh, you know, Dan actually like says things about fishing because <laughs> I'm sure my brother kind of tunes it out. And then that's actually yeah, that's... recently when our paths crossed and I sent you a text. I was like, hey, man, let's get out. Let's get out. Let's go out of here. And you're like, okay, I want to try something cool. And I was like, cool, let's go up to the reservoirs. And you're like, let's go down to the Arkansas River. And I was like, okay, man, I, I don't really know. Like, I don't know if <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to hit some rivers up. I don't know that area, but we did. We researched for like two weeks together. And then we got in a car and we drove to the Arkansas River. And for where we live in Colorado, that took us like maybe an hour, 10 minutes, at least the spot that we picked. And then we hiked in and that hike maybe took us 30 minutes to get to the water and we found a great spot on the way there is when we realized hey man we really love uh, the nature we're not big hunter boys we didn't grow up in really uh aggressively like masculine all-american type families 
So as much as I've always wanted to get into fishing, I too felt a little bit intimidated by the fact that I like, I'm not a camouflage, I don't wear camouflage, man. And and can I still be a fisherman if I want to look cute when I go out to grab a beer with my wife and with my friends? Is that is that okay? You know, like, can I still get into it? And our long drive down to the Arkansas River, we realized, hey, we kind of feel the same way. Yeah, we were on the water. We went out there for about five hours and we caught a bunch of fish and we're going to save those stories for other episodes. But it was a wild day. We couldn't, I couldn't believe how how well we did. I even got back and chatted with my neighbor, Tim, who hopefully will be on the show later. Uh, but he's been fly fishing for years, man. He is just a legit fly fisher. I told him our situation in the Arkansas. He's like, how did you guys, how'd you pull that one off? And I'm like, dude, come on, it's fishing, bro. We don't know. We don't know what we're doing. I think we did well, Nick, because we don't super know what we're doing. <laughs> I think that's kind of why we, we pulled it Maybe, out. maybe that's it. And they, they say you go fishing to, to come home with some stories. We went fishing for one day and we've got a ton of stories yeah enough for us <laughs> to think that we can start a podcast together what a surprise two big old white boys with beards yep. and we had a great time on the way back on that trip after us uh you know we grabbed some beers and we just chatted about it and we're like this is so cool man how do we get more guys and gals families you know i've got friends with kids that when i tell them about how i take my son out they're also like yeah you know i used to i used to you know fish with my dad and when i was a kid and i think about it all the time and i'm just like i don't know i just just haven't gotten out there and nick and i nick was like you know i keep hearing that too and i'm like god we got to do something nick we are driven we are we love to share with people our joys things that bring us light and so we started dreaming up this idea of a community for budding anglers like ourselves people who are into conservation and into adventure, not just limited to fishing, but people who want to get out there and have a good time. People who want to be in a safe place to be like, hey, I don't, I'm not good at this and it's okay. I mean, I don't have to be good at it to take my kids out there. And that's kind of why we dreamed of the community. Why would it be important for this type of community to exist? A lot of it, and kind of speaking about intimidation, you, you look at the gear, there's so many, so many different bait and tackle setups and it's almost overwhelming. And to, to be able to be at a position to where we can share as we're growing and we're learning to, to really get out there and share our experiences so that everyone who wants to become a part of the tribe, a part of the Rainbow Boys Brigade, you're not alone. All it takes is finding the right person or even just connecting with guys like Dan and myself and, and listening and, and feeling more comfortable so it's it's less intimidating where you're not alone. There are a lot of people that know Jack about fishing just like us. And and we're just we're just starting out. We're having a lot of fun. And and that's really at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about. We we want to make sure that when you get out there, you're exploring nature, you're connecting with life outside of your front door. As we were dreaming up this cool idea, the Rainbow Boys, silly idea, fun name something that we, for some reason, instantly connected with. <laughs> I thought, well, you know, it's important for us to kind of like organize all the conversations that we had on the drive, on the fish during that day. So we kind of have organized like six values. They're important to us because if you decide to spend your time with the Rainbow Boys in any capacity, be that watching us on YouTube, listening to the podcast, coming out to our uh, Rainbow Boy Brigade meetups, we're going to, I mean, we've got, we're, we're planning on like hosting events at different water spots where you just come out and we all fish together and we talk about it and we learn together. So you don't have to feel that loneliness. That's coming from a place of these values. So our first one, and we have alluded to all these already, but inclusivity, right? We want to welcome and invite everyone to explore nature. If you are already an angler, 
and you're into it, but you love to share that passion and you don't know how and you haven't found a spot, well then come in and be part of the Rainbow Boy Brigade. If you are longing to be in nature, but haven't been able to take that leap, then come in. We want all of you. We want all of you to be here together. The second one, the big one is conservation. Like Nick was mentioning, we super value and prioritize the protection of our natural environment, be that the way that we handle the fish, the way that we leave no trace, the way that we uh, care for the land when we explore it. And Nick and I have lots of stories about how the land taught us some lessons on the Arkansas River as we were trying to respect it and explore it. And then with that, conservation comes learning. We're actively learning ourselves. And we keep a, a student, a beginner mindset because we want the community to feel like a space where like that you can always be growing and wherever you are, you can come in. And we are also hoping that people come in the community who can teach us. That's another one of the things that's coming from the learning. We encourage people to engage in growth and their continuous learning about conservation, about nature, about angling. And our next is accessibility. We want the outdoors and we want people to know that the outdoors and these fun things can be done on modest budgets. We're going to have episodes coming up where we talk about the real costs behind some of these hobbies. We want you to see how approachable it can be. Even if you're on a budget and you have a little bit of discipline and you can save money and put it in the right place, you can really create really valuable moments with your friends and family through investing in conservation and trying something new like fishing. That leads right into community, which we talked a lot about, fostering a community of listeners who celebrate and appreciate fishing and nature together. It's one of our big values. And finally is respect. We want people to know we really value and respect all individuals, and we want to be allies to those who feel marginalized, whether or not that be through nature exploration or being an angler or just being a person. We want to be a fun, cool, safe place that's exciting and warm and welcoming just because Nick and I know in our own experience, any community that we're a part of is a lot better when we hold high respect of the lives of the people who give us their time. So pretty much we sum it all up in this uh, little motto and you see it on our logo around our, our platforms, which is connect, cast, conserve. So maybe I could have just said those three things, but we're not, you know, we're, we, it's like any business. We're not going to talk about our values all the time, but because this is like Rainbow Boys block one, this is the cornerstone episode. It's important to Nick and I that we kind of tell you where we're coming from. So if you're diving in deep and you're listening to this podcast a year or three years after we produced it, it's important for us to, we hold ourselves to these values. Connect, cast, and conserve. I, I want to quickly hit on conservation and, and why we made that such a part of this community that we are building. Really, at, at the end of the day, and, and Dan touched on this, I mean, the world can be so messed up. It, it can be really hard to to find the beauty in, in day-to-day life, especially when you're living in an urban setting, even in the country. I mean, there's everyone has their problems. But as soon as you step next to a beautiful stream or a lake, a pond, a reservoir, whatever it may be, all those problems really seem to melt away. And we are so lucky to live in a state such as Colorado. And we've got a lot of opportunity to just get out there and enjoy nature. Conservation is a big passion of mine. I'm a bit of a history nerd. Conservation, coming down from Teddy Roosevelt, John Muir, all those great names in conservation, they knew what they were doing to give people the opportunity to go out and enjoy nature and and let the world melt away and and find that deeper level. The conservation for us is is about sharing it and, and creating that community so where we can pass along the, the joys of, of fishing to others. We also want to protect our natural resources. 
Dan said, leave no trace. That's that's another big thing. There's so many people that want to value the outdoors and maybe they don't know how to. And, and we're going to try to help make that accessible. How, how do we better conserve the places that we have? Healthy fish means a healthy sport. The way that our, our state and local agencies take care of the fish and, and stock our rivers and streams, as well as the ones that have lived there and, and grown there naturally, the, the native species. I mean, we want to make sure that we are preserving a healthy sport. Definitely, we want to help improve the health of our waterways and, and leave yeah. it better for the next generations. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way that we could sum that up. Dan, Dan has kids and, and he wants to share that experience. Uh, I do not, but I want to, along the same same idea. I want to make sure that his kids and, and everyone out there, that, that their kids have the same opportunities that we have. That's right, Nick. I expect my kids to be as important to you, uh, yep. as important to you as they are. I want to uh, circle back to the uh, Rainbow Boys community real quick. We've been mentioning the community and I want to, again, hit like what that's going to actually look like, what we're dreaming that up to be. Uh, we talked about our Get Out There campaigns, not a very unique slogan, but whatever. The goal is to link up with rising anglers, giving us opportunities for people to try out equipment on the water, getting tips, coaching from Nick and I, and hopefully some other people in the trout tribe that join our crew and come out and can teach a lot. So be on the lookout for that. When you join the community, we're going to have these get out there events for our rising anglers. Um, also this online community for our rising anglers and their crews, learning a safe place, learning without judgment. Our goal is to be chit chatting it up on the digitals. We can't wait to see people's angling journeys. That's what, that's what it means to join the Rainbow Boys Brigade, the type of things that we're going to be doing. And that's just going to keep expanding. We're going to learn. We're going to learn what you all, what you all want to do, what you like having fun doing. And we're going to do our best to help facilitate that type of community. So that's that's really it. That's the community. That's, our start, that's the start of our vision for the community. And uh, to reiterate, Rainbow Boys is for you. We want you to join the Rainbow Boy Brigade. It's super simple to do this. We don't have a lot set up right now. Just tag us on a post when you get out there when you explore if you catch a little if you catch a little cutie you reel them in we'd love to see it we'd love to share it. follow us on instagram and subscribe on youtube and it's rainbow boys it's spelled like this r-a-i-n-b-o-w-b-o-i-e-s rainbow boys that's pretty straightforward to me that's a super common way to spell boys but i've said it to a few people and they uh didn't realize that <laughs> <laughs> that we would pick that way. It is very silly we did that, um, but no regrets, and we're moving forward with it. If you've got any questions or tips for us to share, this is going to continue. And we'll be saying this at the end of every episode. Uh, hit us up on DM us on uh, Instagram or send us an email to rainbowboyspodcast at gmail.com. That's boys, B-O-I-E-S, podcast at gmail.com. Maybe an audio message. If you throw us an audio message, maybe we throw it on the podcast. We, uh, if you got oh, questions, yeah. ideas, we'll be putting it up. Uh, we just, are, like I said, our goal, Nick and I, our goal is just community and fun. So we're here. We're here to encourage y'all to get up out there, get your toes wet. Nature's for all of us. And honestly, there's nothing quite as special as a beautiful rainbow on a tight line. I think we can agree on that. And we really want a lot of our friends to experience that. So we're starting there. We're starting close. We're starting with people that we know and love already. And we're trying to get them out there. If we have people in other communities along the way, come and join us. We would be honored. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with us today. We are very, very grateful to have you here with us. Uh, looking forward to share many a good time with you. There's so many things that we want to learn with you and share along the way. So please keep listening. Keep tuning in. Trout Tribe. Trout Tribe. Rainbow Boys. Trout Tribe. <laughs>